Yes, and welcome to my Convo podcast listeners. It's Money Menu with HTX TV. Um, coming up to you on this Tuesday evening, we got plenty of information, second stimulus checks, as I was telling my YouTube audience, um, stock market information updates, and also some cryptocurrency information as well. So it is going to be a jam-packed um, podcast. So let's, yeah, let's definitely turn this baby around. Um, yeah, I was looking at looking at getting one going yesterday, but I actually had some technical difficulties. I had to get my my router changed out with the internet and everything. My internet was down physically, and the funny part is, once you're, it's crazy now. You think about it. If you actually go one full day without the internet, you know it's funny how everything actually revolves around the internet. I mean, unless you have like digital cable or something like that. I've um I've kind of since pretty much everything's on the internet now, I've learned to stream everything, so that's what I've been doing for quite a few years. You know, with a lot of credible websites and you know, good streaming. You know, it's pretty a lot more simpler if you have internet running, but which is pretty rare. Actually, we had the guy come out. He, um, yeah, we switched out a router at least a couple times. He ended up switching out the router again. I'm, I don't know what it was, but I think it had something to do with outside the connection, and maybe it comes loose. It's got, probably got to be weather-related because now it's getting, here in Texas, it's getting kind of cool. Maybe the hot and cold, maybe uh, shrinks and kind of messes you know, messes with the the bolts and everything that connect the cables, you know, to give us the internet, so, but, um, yeah, let me see here, it is Tuesday, <sighs> Taco Tuesdays, so, I didn't have tacos today, I had, um, what did I have, I actually had some, some hot dogs, some hot dogs, cooked them on the grill, it was actually nice and cool, so it, it did rain a little bit, but I'm one of those guys that even if it does rain, I'm still going to cook on the grill. That's just me, you know, was, especially now that it's cool, it's not hot, I'm not sweating out there, you know, I go out there and just, it's it's actually nice, nice cool breeze, so, but uh, yeah, let's get into, let me see here, I actually got some stuff on my laptop already. Yeah, let's check out some second stimulus information. See if we can pull that up here. Some second. I think I had a bunch of windows. Here we go. Or actually, let me pull up a new window. Got some. Yeah, and I, I definitely appreciate you new subscribers. I saw you guys get subscribed this week as well. Appreciate you. You know, um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. <clears throat> you know, I love get, giving you guys out all the information you can handle. Um, definitely, hopefully, I can give you some value this week. Uh, but now with social media, stuff going up, current events, there's always something going on, which is pretty awesome. Um Actually, there was a, yeah, I got to watch the last part of the World Series. It was, it was good. So the, <clears throat> the Dodgers defeated the Tampa Bay Rays in game six. I believe the score was, it was like three to one, like three to one. Yeah, basically the, you know, and I, I definitely, um, one of the, one of the guys I like on, on the Dodgers, not, not really a big Dodger fan, but one of the guys I do like is uh, Clayton Kershaw. He's, I've always liked him as a person. Um, I, you know, I've seen him pitch plenty of playoffs, you know, go, go through, you know, years of struggling, always having kind of like that monkey on his back, you know, type of, type of deal where he would, he would pitch really good during the regular season. And then, and then when it came to the playoffs, he would, 
you know, they'd hit him, and, you know, for for years and a really long time, he's always had a good career and done very well, but he's never really, you know, you know, won the big championship, you know, the, the World Series, and they actually pulled it off today, you know, definitely hats off to the Dodgers, and, uh, you know, definitely a <clears throat> hats off to Clayton Kershaw for finally winning his uh, first World Series, um, definitely a I am definitely a Clayton Kershaw fan as a person. I've always always uh, liked liked him and his you know values and stuff like that. So, alrighty. So yeah, Dodgers are World Series champs, and so baseball season is officially over. And and I believe there's so now it's just football season. So yeah, I'll definitely give you guys some update on football. And let's see here. Most most likely, once playoff comes, maybe I'll just give a few scores here and there. But uh, let's see what the second stimulus package update. Let's see if there's. Okay, this one looks pretty good. And again, guys. Uh, yeah, um, if, if you're not subscribed, you know, definitely uh, hit that subscribe button. And if you and if you do hit that subscribe button, write me a little no a note in the comments, and I will definitely uh, send you a personal message and everything. So, all right, let's go here. Here's some second stimulus package information for Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. And you guys on the podcast as well. I appreciate you guys, um, you guys playing, playing and listening to the podcast and everything. I appreciate you guys' support. So, um, and again, yeah, you can also follow me on uh, Instagram. My Instagram and my TikTok are the same. It's Money Manny at Money Manny nineteen eighty, and that's M O N E Y M A N N Y nineteen eighty. For both of those social medias, you can follow me on those as well. And uh, my, if you'd like to support, you know, the, the podcast or the YouTube channel, you can, um, you know, I have my PayPal's. I, I put it in my description. It's um, uh, manual manual armijo seventeen eighty four at manual armijo seventeen eighty four, and then my Patreon is www patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash capital h-t-x tv so alrighty it says here second stimulus check update um, has Trump given up on a pre-election deal here's the latest the president Donald Trump on Tuesday seemed to kill any hopes of passing a new CV-19 bill before Election Day. He promises the best stimulus package you'll ever see, but only after the election and only if Republicans kept the White House and Senate and took back the House. Blaming the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, I guess, yeah, bl blaming the Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat House Speaker, for ongoing deadlock in talks. After the election, we'll get the best stimulus package you've ever seen. Because I think we're going to take back the, the House because of her. Trump told uh, reporters at the White House, I think you have a lot of congressmen and women, Republican, that are going to get elected. Oh, okay. So, um, seems like he's seems like he's pretty confident in that. Um, anything can happen, really. I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out after. Uh, actually, it's only like six or seven days away, and about a little over a week, we'll find that out. Um, well, it says we'll hold the Senate. We'll hold the White House. All right. Let me keep going here. Trump trails Democratic challenger Joe Biden by seven percent percentage points in the real. Clear politics polling average and Nate Silver's um, says Democrats are favored to win the Senate and clearly favored to retain the House. 
I believe right now the they said the yeah the Democrats have the House, um, but I think there's more Republicans in the Senate. I believe. And next it says, in a letter to the House Democrats Tuesday, Pelosi suggested that Trump was trying to change the subway. I mean the subway. <laughs> change the subway. <laughs> change the sandwich. Uh, was trying to change the subject away from White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows' comments on Sunday when he said on CNN's State of the Union, we're not going to control the pandemic. From hoax to hundreds of thousands dead, the White House has failed miserably, not by accident, but by decision, Pelosi wrote. Now we know why they insist they resisted science at the expense of lives. Livelihoods and the life of our dem- democracy again, it was a decision to do so. Still, she said, House Democrats were continuing to draft legislation based on their negotiations with the White House. Rep. Josh Connemer, District 5, said she talks, or said the talks needed to continue and a deal be reached. It's unconscious, unconsciousness that any party would put politics ahead of the pandemic and walk away on suffering American families and small businesses, he said. A major sticking point continues to be aid for financially strapped states and localities, which Trump again attacked on Tuesday. Nancy Pelosi is only interested in bailing out badly run, crime-ridden Democratic cities and states, Trump said. That's all she's interested in. She's not interested in helping the people. House Democrats have passed legislation, including state and local aid or Another round of $1,200 stimulus payments, funds for small businesses, extra unemployment insurance payments, more money for the U.S. Postal Service to help handle an expected unprecedented amount of absentee ballots, and a one-year suspension of the Republican tax laws, $10,000 cap on deducting state and local taxes. And that was one perspective. Here are the basics on when a stimulus check might arrive, how to estimate your total payment, and what to do if you get your first check. All right. Here it says the the November 3rd election is just one week away, which I said, and now apparent that a stimulus bill won't get a vote until after the big day. So... It's looking like, yeah, it's we're pretty much kind of almost too close to the election where I believe that both sides would most likely want to advertise and for their candidate and hopefully get the most votes. That's, that's what I would think so. And while the complicated game of negotiation continues to play out, we can help you hone in on the key facts for one part of the bill. A second stimulus check that could bring up $1,200 per individual, but that figures figure only scratches the surface. For example, we'll explain how the IRS determines your total stimulus check amount, how taxes are a huge factor in your payment, and how you may even be owed more money from the first round of direct payments. Oh, that's interesting. So, they're saying that Either maybe if you didn't get a check the first round, maybe they might give you the current money plus more, or maybe they owe, they'll just give you more money for if you qualify. So here it says a new check won't come until after the election. Okay, they put that in big bold letters. So a lot of people are saying that it's not looking like, at least it's not looking like an actual decision is going to be made. Negotiations haven't narrowed their differences on a bill. Time is running out before November 3rd, which is a little a little over a week away. We're, 
right now we're on the 27th, so yeah, we're just a week and a few days. Yet President Donald Trump and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi remain, remain hopeful that the final wording of a bill will be ready one way or another after the election and hopefully before the new term begins on January 3rd for Congress and January 20th for the office of president. Once again, the timeline is up in the air and the results may hinge on the outcome of the election. Yeah, and that's, let me see here. We can get something done before the election, at least an agreement. Let me see, who are they saying? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi is saying, if not, if um, at least an agreement, if not a law. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep our eye on that. If Even if they don't specifically say that a deal has been cut, you know, checks are being mailed out, or, you know, you should be looking at your direct deposit account in the next couple of weeks. They're saying at least a law might get passed. So, it says the IRS owes certain people a catch-up payment. Ooh, that's interesting, which I just talked about. And they're saying it again. Okay, I think this this is actually looks like where, where they explain it. But, uh, one second real quick. Let me... Before I get into that, we'll take one quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. We will be right back with that information that says of how the IRS might owe you money from the stimulus in general. So we'll be right back, guys. Alright guys, and we are back here, and we, we basically left off where it shows the IRS is going to explain how they, they might owe you money, which is very rare, <laughs> usually when, I, I've never heard of that, but... Um, let's see what they're going to say here. It says, the IRS owes certain people a catch-up payment. Maybe more than one people were supposed to get checks or and didn't get them last time. It says, if you're still waiting for your first stimulus payment, there are several ways to hunt it down. As many as 9 million people were estimated to be eligible for a first check but didn't receive it because they needed to register with the IRS. Oh, okay. So, they're saying maybe if there's people that there's people that still needed to register, still have money maybe possibly waiting for them or they're saying that. But you know, the, like I say, you know, this is what I'm reading from this website. It's pretty pretty credible, but uh you never know and always double check references um you know whatever you do you know and again a reminder you know this video these videos are for entertainment purposes only anything you do after watching these videos is purely your choice so it says an extra step more most people didn't have to take the deadline is november 21st Ooh, that's mm, a little bit less than a month and we show you how to register here. Oh, okay. So, they didn't give a website or nothing, but I believe you would go to, most likely go to the IRS website and see where it says you can register. Some people with dependents received only a partial payment, ooh, with dependents, and are still owed money. The deadline to get that in 2020 is also November 21st. And we explain how you can claim it with next year's taxes. Oh, okay. And if if you share custody of a child, but you're not married, you may each be eligible to receive $500, $500 per child dependent. Get some, get some water. 
It says two two new groups of people could qualify for stimulus money. <clears throat> Democratic negotiators. My phone's like. Yeah, I apologize. My phone is just blowing up. <laughs> All right. Uh, like I was saying, Democratic negotiators have supported bringing certain undocumented immigrants to the U.S. who pay taxes. The same 1200 stimulus check afforded <clears throat> to U.S. citizens at home and abroad, as well as some people living in U.S. territories, which I believe Puerto Rico is one. I just I don't I'm not sure about the other ones off the top of my head. <clears throat> On October 27th, tweet from Washington Post reporter Jeff Stein quotes White House Press Secretary Kaylee McKinney discussing the Democrats' desire to bring stimulus checks for undocumented workers into the next stimulus bill by the CARES Act rule. Qualified non-citizens who are permanent residents and re resident aliens were entitled, entitled to the first check, <clears throat> so as long as they met other eligibility requirements. Oh. So, yeah, so regardless, if you're out there and maybe you didn't get one the first time, you should definitely look into it. Check, register with the IRS and check it out. A second group who could get a first or second check could include people who are incarcerated and otherwise eligible. A judge in California ruled that imprisonment should not disqualify someone from receiving a stimulus check. I, I, I agree with that as well. Everybody's, we're all human. <clears throat> Even if you're in prison, I mean, who knows? You know, everybody should still receive one. <clears throat> I kind of, pretty much kind of agree with that. Um, for stimulus check and ordered the IRS to release payments to people who would otherwise meet the qualifications. The ruling found that the CARES Act did not specifically or legally bar this group of people from getting checks and that the IRS interpretation is incorrect. So the IRS was... It's, it's interesting because normally the IRS, they don't like to admit they're wrong at all. I mean, possibly even if they were doing any auditing, they don't like to... <clears throat> didn't like to prove that they're wrong as well, so... That is very interesting. And let's see what else it says. If this rolling up to 2 million people or families could still receive payments for incarcerated individuals. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> they said that I guess your family could receive it as well. I would think it would be by their, the person receiving the money's choice, but possibly he could arrange that as well. <clears throat> that would be interesting. Stimulus payment calculations use this not-so-simple formula. You may be interested uh, to know that the IRS has a formula, formula for working out how much stimulus money you can get. Okay. I think I went... Yeah, it says, it also explains how you might be able to get some stimulus money even if your family yearly income exceeds the limit set out by the CARES Act in March. The calculations start with your household adjusted gross income, add on the money allotted to qualifying dependents, and then start deducting from the total based on your income bracket as defined by the CARES Act. You can calculate how, how much you can get in the stimulus check now as well for a second check. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, and it talks about payment grooves, which I went over that before. Oh, wow. Okay, this is pretty new. It says, your second payment may possibly arrive quicker than the first. So this could be for people that, that never got one. <clears throat> With the first check, the IRS learned how to mobilize and deliver stimulus money, and which I definitely saw that, and worked out many of the difficulties in the process. If a second check is approved, it's likely the agency could speed up the process and send out the first set of payments. 
the tracking tool is already up and running the system is in place and it's probable that the majority of people who qualify for a first check would also receive another okay moving along that the timeline is constantly changing but we've mapped mapped out potential dates of checks that could be sent to you if approved all right and then it says or after the before or after the election which it's definitely looking like after the election now <clears throat> new eligibility change eligibility changes could deliver more money for your dependents it's likely that a second stimulus check would largely follow the same rules and guidelines as the first but the qualifications for who could get get the money are <clears throat> are subject to change in ways that could benefit your family one proposed bill redefines who counts as a qualifying dependent and would give your family $500 for each dependent you claim on your taxes, regardless of age. <clears throat> oh, that's even... I said regardless of age. The current $1.8 trillion proposal to the White House <clears throat> offers a $1,000 payment per child dependent. We've explained how some families might benefit more from one bill than, than the other in terms of total payment. Here's how young people could get uh, qualified for their own $1,200 check. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember seeing any of the, talking about any of this like a week ago. I mean, it looks like they added uh, this stuff on the weekend. There are many confusing exceptions and rules. If a second stimulus check is approved, there will be lots of small details, rules, and exceptions that may be confusing. While some situations will be easy to understand, others concerning you and your dependents might make it unclear if you're eligible and how much money you might receive. There are many fringe cases. Okay, for example, I'll just give a couple of examples. And I'll say them all because y'all might need to know about it. Older adults and retirees can qualify for a stimulus check, but there are exceptions. People who owe child support could have their stimulus money garnished. Some parents who share custody of a, a child could get more stimulus money. U.S. citizens abroad and citizens of U.S. territories could, could be eligible A different process may be required for people who receive Social Security disability. Okay. Certain issues could delay your check, such as if you recently moved. That, that makes sense. <clears throat> but the one thing that I'm interested in is the Social Security disability insurance. A, a, diff, a different process may be required. Okay. I say that because I'm... I know my my mother gets, she might get that, so I might have to let her know. And they watch the channel as well, so I'll definitely have to chat with them about that. <clears throat> Here it says, <clears throat> you won't have to pay taxes on any stimulus money. Oh, the IRS doesn't consider stimulus money to be income. That means the payment you get this year won't reduce your refund in 2021. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Or increase the amount you owe when you, when you file your 2020 tax return. You also won't have to repay part of your st stimulus check if you qualify for a lower amount in 2021. <clears throat> the IRS said if you didn't receive everything you were owed this year, you can claim it as a credit on your 2020 federal Income tax return by filing in 2021. <clears throat> All right, let me see. There is much more to know about other government payments during the pandemic, including a possible interest check from the IRS and where the 300 federal unemployment benefit is now. Hmm. Alrighty guys, so that pretty much wraps up the second stimulus information. So man, that's 
very interesting. Definitely got to look at that. You know, you, you guys definitely uh, um, check that out. Um, one thing, the one point is to definitely check out the the Social Security insurance. Um, you may have to file a different way to get that. Maybe through the <clears throat> IRS website or something. Alrighty, and now let's jump to. We're done with that, I think. Okay, I already had a cryptocurrency window open, so now I'm going to open the stock market. Go over some stock information, and then we will go over some, end it off with some cryptocurrency, and then. We'll be done after that. Alright. <clears throat> yeah, let's check out these. The, the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P 500. The Dow, actually the Dow and S&P 500 are both in the red. The Dow ended up at negative 0.80%. The, that's at a negative $220 down, which is not that bad. The, the Dow right now is being traded at $27,463. And the NASDAQ actually was in the green. It's at a 0.64% increase, $72 up. It's a little over 11400 being traded at right now. And the S&P 500 just a bit down at 0.30% down. Uh, it's at $3,300, the S&P 500. And it's at a minus $10 or so. That's not that bad. <clears throat> Here's some popular stocks. Apple Incorporated right now is traded at $116.55. And that's at a... 1.3% increase, so they're doing pretty good. Citigroup Incorporated is at a $41.89 um, being traded, and it's at a negative 3.18% decrease in the red. GE is at 7.11 um, traded as, and it's at a minus 3% in the red. Alphabet Inc. is at $1,598. That's at a 0.91% increase. So almost 1%. So they're, they're doing pretty good. They're still holding up. Microsoft Corporation is traded at $213. That's at a 1.4% increase in the green. So there you go. Let's check out some... Let's check out the gainers and losers for uh, Tuesday end. Where um, tomorrow it'll be um, the New York Stock Exchange will be on a Wednesday morning tomorrow. So this is going into Wednesday, uh, basically what ended on this last Tuesday. Uh, Nielsen Holdings PLC is at an in increase at of five point three percent. Tiffany and Company is at a increase at four point nine three percent. Twitter Inc is at a Plus 4.6%. Salesforce.com Inc. is at a 3.4% increase. Perkin Elmer Incorporated is at a 2.43% increase. And those are your gainers for the day. Let's check out some some of the losers. <laughs> oh, goodness. A little all over the board. Um, let me get a little drink of water. All right, it says Nextera Energy Incorporated is at a negative 74.96% decrease. Wow, that fell big time. That, very interesting. That's a pretty big decrease. Uh, Franklin Resources Incorporated is at a negative 13% increase. Raytheon Technologies is at a 704 Decrease 7%, not too bad. 
Eli Lilly and Company is uh, almost at 7% decrease. Uh, Technip F FMC PLC is at a negative 6.5 decrease as well. And those are your losers for the day. Not too shabby. Biggest one, though, is Nextera Energy. So energy markets are, oh, yeah. And it even shows here it definitely affected the, the whole industry as well. So that could be a good buying time because um, you never know after the elections or after the holidays, things might pick back up. But uh, we still got a few months for that. And oil, let's go into some commodities. Oil is priced at, the oil barrels are priced at $38.68 a barrel. And that's a negative 2.2% decrease. Gas right now is at $3.30. And that's a negative 0.36% decrease. Gold right now is at $1,909, negative 0.14% decrease. Silver's traded at $24.40, and that's a negative 0.55 decrease. Corn is traded at $4, four I mean, excuse me, $414.25, and that's a negative 0.42% decrease. So, not too bad. It's, <clears throat> I think corn, the last time we looked at it, it was... It was as like a few percents up. So, already in the euro is at a dollar eighteen compared to the dollar. British pound is at dollar thirty compared to the U.S. dollar, and the Canadian dollar it never moves. I mean, since I've seen it, it's at uh, seventy six cents compared to the U.S. dollar. So, that is all the stock information today. Um. Not really going to go over the industries, but I definitely saw a negative 20% in the energy industry from that the, that one next Terra Energy Inc. with negative 70% decrease. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's almost 100%. Wow. That is a huge hit. So, And, yeah, I think that, that'd be tough. I mean, you could take a risk. Well, the two ways of looking at that is if it, maybe it's bottomed out and then you invest in it and then eventually it goes up after maybe the holidays and you, maybe you'll win big. Who knows? We'll definitely see in the next few months if that can come back up or not. So, Alrighty, now let's jump to some cryptocurrency news. See what Bitcoin is at. They're asking me if they want to send me an email. My email is so jam-packed already now. It sounds very tempting, but I'm just, I guess I'm one of those old school guys where I'm willing to go to the website. <laughs> I mean, but my, my email, should I clean out? This last week I cleaned out probably like three, probably five to 7,000 emails in three different, you know, different emails I got. Thirteen things Fed should mule over before a digital dollar launch. It's funny on these websites how they they actually put like a definition of what a cryptocurrency is. You would think most people would know that, but... Oops. Sorry, I'm on this website and... Just click on there. Yeah, I went ahead and just pulled up some Bitcoin news. It says a $750 million pre-Halloween Bitcoin option expiry has started to spook traders. Even though cryptocurrency traders have been exuberant over the price rise 
a number of analysts are focused on the large Bitcoin and Ethereum options expires set to end before Halloween. Data from SKU.com shows $750 million in Bitcoin options is set to expire and prices could get volatile. Let's see what they're saying. Volatile, that's interesting word they use. The price of Bitcoin touched an all-time 2020 high at 13490 on Tuesday across global exchanges. The price spiked when the news leaked about Southeast Asia's, Asia's largest bank, TBS, launching a digital asset exchange. And I believe I read about that. Despite the major price climb this month, Bitcoin and Ethereum markets are expected to be volatile at the end of the week as a great number of options are set to expire oh, on October 30th. With October 30th, which is three days away, the professional data and analytics firm Skew.com discussed the situation on Twitter on October 25th. I'm trying to remember if I heard that. I think it, it, it did talk about that a few days ago. 60K in Bitcoin options are expiring this week. $750 million in national notional skew tweeted. The majority expiry not only coincided with the price rise, but also the 12th year anniversary of the Bitcoin white paper. 12th year anniversary, okay. If if you're not sure what the white paper is, white paper is it's basically... Basically telling you exactly what this crypt, what a individual cryptocurrency is, how it works, you know how it works with blockchain, and you know it's, you know basically what Bitcoin was was the first big blockchain, so like the pioneer. <clears throat> so it says, in addition to skew statistics, the exchange hold, holding the most Bitcoin and Ethereum option contracts. Darabute published an article about the trading uncertainty tethered to the expiry of October 30th. Darabit published a chart that shows the current term structure of Darabit Bitcoin options due to the time value of options. The term structure tends to be upward sloping, the Darabit report notes. However, the humps demonstrate an expected sharp price movement in a particular period of time. Similar to the traditional markets, the Bitcoin market has priced in potential volatility in the election week of October 30th until November 6th. The increased volatility is expected to continue at least until the end of Q4. The crypto derivatives exchanged added. And they're basically showing, it's a little chart that kind of goes, I can't really see. Just like a little chart. According to Derbit's crypto der derivatives channel on te Telegram, a recent signal on October 26, 2020 explained that there is currently 61,000 Bitcoin options set to expire, of which 40K is held at Derbit. Additionally, 190K of Ethereum options, 76 million, will expire on the same day on which 164K is held at Derbit. This month we have a significant flipping of the month skew and Bitcoin testing yearly highs. The 30 October 20th expiry comes just a few days before the eagerly watched U.S. election. With over 7% of the expiry open, interest fixated on the $13,000 strike. Could any early expected U.S elections news or movement in the particularly correlated stock mark trigger bitcoin to cross strike a trigger a run or on volatility on tuesday skew skew tweeted about deribit's october expiry and said that dealers are likely long on deribit for october expiry 
12, 12.5K, 13K, and 14K. Calls are all open for two, 2K Bitcoin options, researchers tweeted. The largest strike is the 9K put with more than 5K options open. Judging by where the October volume is marked sub-40, it's likely dealers are long against overriders. Of course, speculations have put a lot of weight into crypto futures and options markets, and lots of times these secondary markets do nothing. For instance, traders and analysts often talk about CME gaps that never fill and big options expire that are extremely boring. For instance, crypto traders expected lots of volatility after speculating on more than 87,000 worth of Bitcoin options that expired on September the 25th. Similarly to upcoming pre-Halloween Bitcoin and Ethereum options expiry data from Durbit has shown the exchange held 67,000 worth 77% of the 87,000 September 25th contracts. Wow, that's pretty huge. <clears throat> that day, historically, Bitcoin price statistics show Bitcoin opened on the 25th at 10,200 and closed a high at 10,700 later in the afternoon. Options markets had no effect on spot market pricing going forward. Bitcoin markets did not end up being turbulent after all the large expiry and ending up of the uprising of 24% since then. So there, the way I view that is they're saying the last time basically they thought it, it could have messed with the price maybe going down, but it didn't. So they said, you know, obviously you got to wait to see what happens, but they're for, you know, forecasting that it is basically if, if it does the same thing, then it won't affect the price going up. So that's basically what they're saying. And here, the last right here, it says, what do you think about the 750 million plus Bitcoin options expiry on October 23rd? Let us know what you think about the subject in the comment section. Well, yeah, so worst case scenario, if it starts going down, you could sell. Uh, best case scenario, keeps going up. Just ride that wave. <laughs> yep, ride that wave all the way to the, to the bank. All right, let's see where we're at. Yeah, so Bitcoin's looking pretty strong. Now, I'm going to go, go ahead and do check out some... I don't think it was on that website. Yeah, Bitcoin Cash is at $267.19. And yeah, Bitcoin closed is at $13,763. So that's pretty big right there. That was my phone. I hear my phone kind of <clears throat> kind of blowing up here. Just notifications like crazy so I wanted to get a nice and quick little price summary of uh, let me see yeah let me see if I can get some cryptocurrency prices a little general oh here we go I got the top 10 Let's check out the top 10. Or right, I'll go from 1 to 10. Starting, obviously, I've, you all heard about Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum's at $405.78. It's up 3.8% in the last within the last 24 hours. Market caps at 40 45 45.9 billion. Tether, it's, at, it's priced at a dollar right now. Ripple is at 25 cents, so Ripple went up a little bit. And I just, just went over Bitcoin Cash. Chainlink is at 11.91. I mean, excuse me, $11.91. And that's a 
0.95% increase, so Chainlink is increasing. Binance Coin is at $31.83. That's 1.2% increase. Polkadot's at a 4.7, I mean, excuse me, $4.73 traded, and it's at in the red at negative 2%. Not too bad. Litecoin is traded at $59.56 per share. That's a 5% increase. And Bitcoin SV is at $175.14 plus 1%. Cardano is number 11 and it's at 10 cents, 0.76% decrease. So Cardano is kind of steadily at 10%. All right, guys. Well, had an awesome time with you guys this Tuesday evening and. Definitely look forward to it. We'll see what happens in these next 24 hours um, with everything. You know, let's definitely turn this baby around. Hey, how's it going, guys? I see DJ Hacker and Rat Lives. There you go. Hey, guys. Appreciate you guys joining in. I, I see you said hi, hello. Cool. Um, yeah, but some cryptocurrency, definitely check into that. Actually, another cool thing with cryptocurrency is I see, you know, I'm in the Houston, Texas area and I've seen on one side of town, they actually had ATMs where you could actually buy Bitcoin. So that's pretty cool. But, um, but, uh, yeah, well you guys, if you're, yeah, DJ hacker rat lives, if you're not subscribed, definitely subscribe. If you already are, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, let's turn this baby around. Let's see what happens in these next 24 hours. Um, I'm Money Manny with HTX TV. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. And uh, you guys on the podcast, appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good one, and I am out.